this week on Lead One, taking a timeout. Welcome to the Lead One podcast, where our mission is to lead leaders through leadership. The goal is to get 1% better every day. Let's see what Drew and the guys have to say. Uh, what's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? We got most of the crew here. We got uh, Brandon, Franz, and I'm Sam Buck. What up? <laughs> <laughs> it don't even feel right being on this side of it. No. Uh, but we got Drew out of town uh, on on an owner's uh, meeting. So in we Jamaica, can, man. In Jamaica. Somebody doing some work. They're not doing the work in Jamaica. <laughs> Flew 3,000 miles for a 20-minute meeting. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> One suit and 20 pairs of trunks. <laughs> and flip-flops. <laughs> some flip-flops. But now nah, I hope they're having a good time, uh, along with getting some good news and some good work done for us. But uh, in the midst, uh, we got to keep going. So this week on Lead One, we're definitely talking about taking a time out. Now, I know, Franz, you, you kind of came up with this, and uh, today is actually your birthday, so happy birthday. Happy birthday, Franz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. How old are you now? I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere between uh, 40 and 75. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 48 years old and proud of it. That's what's up. That's a blessing. But um, He got pink suit on today. I wish you see. I wish you could man, see this man. man. He dressed for Easter a few days early. Yeah, I, you know, you know a little scarf. Hey, listen, as you get older, you never know when your time gonna come. When Jesus calls, so you you, you know, gotta be ready. You just gotta be ready <laughs> for the calling. <laughs> but yeah, tell us what you was thinking about when you said this, man. You know, it it it, it resonated with me that uh, you know, this whole vacation thing that you know we laugh about all the time, but as business owners, you know, we always put ourselves last, and um, we never take time for self preservation. You know, um, and even when we do take time for self-preservation, it is a, it's a hard, like a hard hour or hard two hours. Like, you know, we have to like, we have to shut everything down and make it like a forcible thing where, you know, if you, you, you're an employee, just for example, and, you know, you have your, your sick days, your two week vacations, your, you know, your just free days, whatever they may be. But you know, no matter what, these th- this is your time. And for us, <clears throat> we never take that time. Like, we never say, okay, you know, we're taking these two weeks or we're taking this week off and, you know, we're just going to focus on self-preservation and just shut everything down, power everything off. And even when on vacation, you know, our phones are still going. And we're still answering phone calls, and we're still working. We're just not in the office. Yeah. And I feel like um, it's a gift and a curse, because it's a gift because we're fully committed. It's a curse because it's hard to shut down. Yeah, I definitely was just talking to my wife recently about taking like quarterly trips and stuff like that. And I did say, you know, I could just I could bring my laptop, you know. And like we won't miss no money because you know when you know being a business owner you know when you're not working there ain't no money getting generated if your business ain't structured like that right um so I was like yeah I could bring my laptop and she's like no you don't you know we go on vacation you don't bring nothing da 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 and then my mind is still like turning because I'm like how she want me to go on vacation how she want me to go on vacation <laughs> if I can't make no money exactly exactly you know that's what is real though because I'm. I was really thinking about that because um, I haven't taken a vacation in so long, bro. And I think a part of that for a lot of us may be the pandemic, maybe it may have been, you know, your quarantine time, right? 
And then we just got in the habit of just kind of being the local. Now, some of us have, you know, some people took it as an opportunity to take more vacations. Yep. Um, but I was a little bit more cautious than that personally. But um, I just, I just never, I just guess I have gotten in the habit of not going. And I don't think that's a good thing. But I think you got to find signs and, and, and no signals of when it's time to mm. make that pivot. You know what I mean? Um, we always talk about automating your life and setting a schedule for yourself. And I think uh, one of the things I think you, you spoke with one of our uh, agency directors, friends, and he, what he was saying was talking about creating a schedule for yourself to vacate as well. Yeah. And so I think that's important. You got to do that. He said, uh, he said you should schedule a vacation every four months for at least a week or two, once every four months. Mm -hmm. That way you're always fresh and you're always on top of your game. Mm. It just, it blew my mind when he said it. it so just, how do how do we know we need a vacation? I think you, like if, we're, if we're not scheduling it out, how do we know, like, all right. Well, it, well, the problem with people like us that are business owners and our, our foot's always on the gas, it's kind of like, I, we talked about this once before as far as, like, you know, that tank going all the way down to E before we, before we replenish. Yeah. Versus, so if you're if you're stopping at the half a tank mark, <clears throat> which is that four months, you know you your replenishment is not as long. It doesn't take as much to get back to full. Yeah, I so I looked up an article, and it was it just giving me twelve twelve signs that you know you need to take a vacation ASAP. And the first one is exactly what you were just saying, uh, Franz. It says when you're to totally depleted. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what he was just saying. We, you know, we burn ourselves out until we're fumes, and then now we're like, ah, oh, we gotta go on vacation. Or you're just mad at the world. Or you're because mad because you're on fumes. The second one <laughs> is you're very cranky. It's <laughs> <laughs> Franz. Sound like you need a vacation. Franz, bro. did you write this article? <laughs> I know. I need a vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what, what I mean. That's what it is, yo. All right. The third one says it's it's hard to think clearly. What y'all think about that one? I think that's a part of having a lot going on in your brain. And your brain's always active. You can't think clearly if you got too much in there, man. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I mean we all we're we're intelligent people, most of us. <laughs> but um <laughs> what was that, that laugh for? Because there's some dummies out here too. <laughs> um, but the reality is, we don't have so much capacity. I don't care who, how how much you you can hold as an individual, you're gonna have a capacity yep. until it tips over. So, um, you know, and, and to that man, I think sometimes it's, it's good to take those short spurts in there too. So you talking about every four months, it's good to say, hey, this this weekend of every month, I'm not doing any work. Yeah, I'm I'm this Friday, I'm out. You know, I'm going to just take the family to the beach or a couple of days here. And then that actually helps you not have to take it. Because if you wait till you're depleted, your vacation will need, need to be long enough to refuel you. You know, like you were saying, if you're a half a tank, it's not the same as if you're at E. So it's good to take those little moments, like, in the course of a month, too. So. I think uh, I can I can speak for myself where it's, uh, it's easier said than done. And... I guess I have to make it a thing. Like, I have to schedule it because if I don't actually schedule it, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen because I think about my, you know, having a wife, children, you know, eat, just because you're not here working, when you walk out of the doors, you're still working. You're just working on something else, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, and I always say you that powering down. People think you know when you leave the office, like oh he he or she left the office. He's gone. He or she's gone for two, three, four days. That doesn't necessarily mean you're on vacation. You're just working on something else. Yeah. You just you just shifted you shifted gears, but you come back and now you're picking right back up where you left off, even more tired than when you left. So we have to do better uh, as as leaders, especially if we are the ones pouring into other people. We have to be our tanks have to be full. You know what I think we're guilty of too. I think a lot of times being a business owner, you take. You, you try to spend a work trip as a vacation. Right. Like you'll say, oh, I got this client that I need to go see in Miami. So let's just go down there for a few. You're still working, bro. You know what I mean? Just time that you literally don't do anything but vacate. The word vacation means to get away, to get away from the things that kind of keeps your mind going. You know, you sleep better on vacation. You do. And another thing, too, is, um, you know, taking this phone and throwing it in, in the hotel safe and – uh Mm-hmm. Not looking at it again. And that's the hard part. The yeah. best vacation I ever been on was by accident. I was up in um, up in you the mountains. You didn't pay your phone bill? <laughs> Close. <laughs> <laughs> I was up in the mountains. You didn't have a service. Huh? And I had no service. And uh, for the first 24 hours, I was totally freaking out because I couldn't talk to anyone. Couldn't speak to my team. And I had no choice but to just say, screw it. There's right. nothing I could do. So right. I might as well just relax. <clears throat> had it not been for that, I I would have been working just in a different environment. So it forced me to take a real vacation. That's probably one of the best vacations I had as well because I was completely disconnected. And the world that we live in, it's it's difficult to disconnect. Hey, I think I'm just thinking about like uh, <laughs> when my wife was on vacation, right? So when my wife was on vacation, I'll call her and she's just having a blast, right? She's and you just, upset? <laughs> she having too much fun? I don't know if I was upset or <laughs> if I was like jealous of her friends. You feel what I'm saying? Because I don't get to see her in that light as much as I want, right? Because we're always, you know, parenting or working. You know what I mean? And then when she had the, the opportunity to be away from everything, it seems like she's just having fun, and and I miss that that person. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of like, I don't know why I was salty, but I was kind of salty at like, yo, where that, where, where that, where that Andrea at, son? Deep down inside, because you wanted to be there. Yeah. So that's, but that's how we um, started talking about us having a vacation, me and her, quarterly. You feel what I'm saying? Maybe a little getaway, a weekend getaway together, um, that type of thing. Uh, the next one on this list says, when you've lost your spark. When you lost your spark. And it says, um, it's no surprise that losing a sense of passion or enjoyment for your favorite things is a signal that you're being burnt out. And um, I think about music sometimes when I, I remember, um, you know, just, you know, being in the studio all the time to the point where you don't have any inspiration. Everything you're making is whack to you. You you know what I'm saying? All these things is happening. You get burnt out um, because you're just all you're doing is just pouring out creativity or pouring out um, working or whatever, and and then you lose you lose that spark and and instead of like going on vacations, most times you're just beating a dead horse. 
You know what I mean? You're just in there just making whack, <laughs> whack song after whack song. <laughs> <laughs> until something no, this, this, this the one dog it sounds just like the other one <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah what do you guys think about that um, the loss of spark does that resonate with you guys anyway yeah of course it does I mean I, I equate that to the lack of uh, creativity and just brain function like, you know what I mean mm-hmm. when you when you're fresh <clears throat> and you um, you're in a space where you're happy like it's like you you're good at um, you know creating solutions on the fly. You're good at improvisational uh, thinking. You know, you're good at all those type of things. You know, you, when you burnt out and you, you know what I mean, you feeling a little weighed down, it's hard to do anything but try to get that monkey off your back. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And doing nothing, it'd be the last thing on your mind. You know what I mean? To get it off your back. <clears throat> now, this may be a little pivot, but I do think sometimes you find yourself getting burnt out a little quicker when you don't have a routine for your daily actions, too. Mm. You know what I mean? I think not having a routine, not having a, a structured program for yourself allows you to get to the place where you need to vacate more than others. And when you're doing that and not creating a routine and you need to vacate more than others, then you're also losing a lot more work time more than others. And your mental space is actually, you know, a lot all over the place. So I do think you can help yourself by creating a routine, you know, along with scheduling your vacation, schedule your day, schedule your time, you know. I agree. Again, we say it, but you know, do we do we actually? As most of us, do we actually implement it? Because we're just so focused on getting the W, and nothing else matters. Just getting to that W, and we sacrifice. You know, because you hear every 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 winner, every Academy Award winner, any whatever it is, sports or you know, they always talk about you know the sacrifices that was made for this win. But, you know, at some point we have to stop and think, you know, is that, how big is this sacrifice that we're actually making? You know, yeah, we, at the end of the day, we're going to win no matter what because that's just who we are, right? As business owners, as leaders, we're, we're not going to accept anything less. But we need to do better as far as taking care of ourselves first. Like they say, when you hop, when you when you're on a plane, put the oxygen mask on you first mm-hmm. before we worry about everybody else. A lot of times we're so worried about everybody else. And Sam, you said it. You said it best. You literally said it this morning. How it annoys you when you believe in somebody else more than they believe in themselves. And it's back to that whole thing. You know, you're so busy. You know, making sure that their their mask is on. Yeah. And you're struggling, you know, you're gasping for air. But it's all calculated risk, though, because at the end of the day, um, you're going you're gonna to sacrifice something to win. True. Right? So you have to be cognizant of what that sacrifice is going to be. Yes. You could, you could lose yourself at, for the sake of winning. That's my point. Yeah. You That's know my what point. I mean? And, and, and quite honestly, you could, you could lose family. You could lose a lot of other things. This is about what you personally want to sacrifice um, and what you're willing to sacrifice. And me, you know, I want to try my best to have it all, but it, I know that's not a reality. You know, something got to be sacrificed. And to really win, to be great at something, something got to be sacrificed. I mean, you can be good at everything, but if you want to be great at something. Yeah, I, just, I, I always want to believe that I can have it all. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, um, and I guess the sacrifice is everything outside of 
outside of my immediate. You feel what I'm saying? I sacrifice social life or something, everything outside. I even sacrifice my brothers. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, like for me to have like a a great marriage, you know, almost losing my marriage makes me want to keep my marriage. You get what I'm saying? So me having a great marriage, me having great relationships with my children, um, a great career, I feel like we can accomplish all that yeah, if we take the noise away. But see, you know what I'm saying? and then there's some people who have to operate in the noise to feel like they're succeeding. Mm. And then their family sacrifice. Yeah. Like, for instance, um, I always use this example, um, but, you know, in the times of, you know, civil rights movements and things like that, um, Dr. King was never with his family. Yeah. Ever. But he made that sacrifice for what he felt like was needed to 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 get to a goal. Yeah. And that's his sacrifice. And he had a different calling. And he had a whole different calling. Yeah. So it depends on exactly what you what you feel like your calling is. And you gotta be uh you gotta have your ears, your not just your ears on your body, but your spiritual ears as well as the stuff inside of you open enough to listen and hear it, to know what that sacrifice should be. Um you know, so because I'm a person of faith, I, I believe in, you know, making sure you connect in that regard to figure that out. But whatever that, you know, that is for you, whether it's the universe, yeah, you know, your yoga instructor, whoever, you know, do that. Figure it out. All right. So I'm going to say the next three and then then we can we can talk about all three of these. Uh, so the next one says your sleep is out of whack. Then the one after that says you rely on unhealthy habits. And then the next one is you your bargaining bargaining with yourself. What you guys think about that? Bargaining. What do you mean by bargaining with yourself? What do you think about that? Um, I think about that clip of Kobe Bryant when Kobe says, you know, I made or I already signed the contract with myself. I already made that commitment. There's no bargaining after I done made that commitment. Right? So basically saying, like, yo, uh, like I did today. Prime example. It was it was because of Franz's birthday that I didn't go to the gym today. Me too. But I made a contract with myself to go to the gym at lunchtime. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? But today, I bargained a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for the greater good. For the greater good, I guess. But that's what I'm saying. You what start you mean, being I okay. guess. You can, <laughs> you can, you can. <laughs> but what they're saying is basically you... You're you're starting to be okay with that. Oh, if you're doing it all the time. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Starting to be okay with that. Relying on unhealthy habits, you know that's self-explanatory. Your sleep being out of whack to me, you know, um, I feel like just being in music, being you know. I don't even know what in (laughs) in sleep whack in whack sleep is. I can't remember the last time I got eight hours of sleep. See, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. You remember when we went out I, the convention? I don't, but I don't. It's normal for me. I don't. Even know. When we went out the convention, I literally had sleeping pills so I could go get some sleep. Cause if we, if I didn't, we would have been up acting the fool all all night. This bro, yeah, he was he was knocked out too. They must have worked. Cause I was they like, did, I called him. I was like, Yo, B, where you? No mind. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that's you know, uh, for me, it's the opposite. I have you know erratic sleep patterns. Man, get up in the middle of the night. Old anyway, so seventy-two, bro. <laughs> Y'all get up at three in the morning. And go get and go pee. In the morning, go pee. <laughs> feed, the, feed the roosters. Feed the roosters. <laughs> feed the roosters. <laughs> no, but you know, it's, I I find myself I either 
can't fall asleep because I can't turn my brain off because I'm thinking about what's next or mm-hmm. what happened and, you know, dissecting the day and or dissect uh, dissecting the day and figuring out what I need to do different the next day or thinking about my plans or the plans for the week or my goals or I just can't turn it off. And that's uh, that's a problem. And and then eventually you're spinning like a bottle top. Oh, I know about that. All right, so they have three. I'm gonna do the next three. Um, it says you return to to work. Your return to work is too stressful. I don't know. After coming from vacation. After, after coming from vacation. That means sounds like you need a new job. Hey, so just guess in case you guys do need a new job, holler at us. We can get you straight. This one says <laughs> we are hiring. This one says you're too busy, and then it says seriously, you're too busy. Then it said we're. Uh, we sometimes convince ourselves that we're too busy to take a break. Which you know is what I, mean? I said originally. Yeah. That's what I originally said. That's what you said? What you said? What you just said. You said what I said? I said what you said. Y'all said it. We said it. I was there when you said it. <laughs> All right, so number 10 is you're stuck in a cycle. Mm. So you too, you're routinely too routine. <laughs> your routine routinely routine. Too you don't routine. want to mess up your, your routine. Yeah, that's crazy. You out of here? Um, let me see. It says one of one of the big obstacles preventing us from taking some time off is a cycle of stress and anxiety. Stress and anxiety comes from your lack of achieve, achievements. That's what stress and anxiety come from? Yeah. If you need to hit your goals. No, that's for the week, for the month, for the year. I don't think that's where everybody's stress and anxiety comes. That's from. where mine comes from. Oh, okay. About you know, when it. I when when I don't hit my goals, or I didn't accomplish what I set out to accomplish, that's when my anxiety kicks in. Yeah, stress and anxiety is is can be self induced though, because uh, a lot of it, uh, it's, <laughs> attitude. We talked about attitude yesterday in a team meeting. Yeah, and a lot of times stress can be uh, attacked. Or um, stress can be actually uh, uh, conquered through your attitude. You know what I mean? Um, I got plenty of things that I feel like I should be stressed over right now. But let me be honest with you. I, I think yeah, you can. I feel like you can. You can control it. Sometimes you can, but you know, you uh, being human, you gonna have one or two of those things. But like, you gotta find your attitude. Still gotta be right. And I think, generally speaking, you you generally seem like you're pretty good about it, unless you're one of those internally internal stressors. Um, but yeah. but I, I think you know we all got to know what those things are and try to find mechanisms to not let it stress us. You know, yeah. So yeah, anything with that? No, nope, I agree. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Hopefully, you got one percent better today. Have a good week. If you got one percent of value from this podcast, do us a favor: like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell your friend, tell your co-worker, until we meet again, lead one.